Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise, and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another edition of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. This is exciting to talk about a topic that will be relevant to wherever you are in life and whatever maybe you're having going on right now. I know that it is divine that you're listening to this podcast on today, and I challenge you to not just listen one time. But go back over it and listen to it again, because we are talking about the power of spiritual surrender. When you hear the word surrender, what really comes to your mind? Really think about it. Like when I think about it, and as I was talking to a group of ladies who are a part of accountability group that I coach, we started talking about surrender. And for many of us, it brings up something negative. Whether we think about it as we're giving up something, we're losing something, or that maybe someone or something is controlling us, oftentimes it doesn't make us feel really good about it. And so we're going to talk about it because I want to shift our perspectives and shift our thinking around this true power of spiritual surrender. And surrender means or could look like in your life, you stop struggling against those things that are no longer serving you. Those things that you think you have control over. But the truth is, and we're going to talk about it today in the episode, is that those things are likely things that you don't have trouble, that you don't control. And so when we think about what true surrender looks like, I want you to start envisioning that this is really an inside job and it's really about you allowing things to come versus letting go of things. It's about you taking that thing that you are really afraid of and we all have something or that problem that you think you have to solve or maybe it's an unmet longing in your heart for that thing that you say you really want but you don't have it yet. And being able, when we surrender, making an offering to God, it's about taking all of that, your fears, your desires, your need to control. I'm going to talk about control in a moment, but your need to control and turning all of that over to God, trusting that he will protect you and guide you and give you the ability, give you what I call divine downloads so that you can take that inspired action that's necessary. And that's the beautiful thing about the surrender. 
giving it over with trust, deep trust, and then having to wait, which is a part of a challenge for many of us because the waiting process oftentimes is the, the when and the how. And so many of us will say, well, I trust God, I trust the process, but I want to know the when and I want to know the how. And that's oftentimes our minds. Our minds step in at times and it likes to know the details. I want to talk more about it because it likes to know how things are going to get there, the outcome of things. And when we really talk about surrendering, that is a part of the letting go process. And then once you kind of take this deep trust and you wait, it also means that you have the courage to move with whatever comes to you. And that sometimes is when you don't even like it or understand it. And I get challenged with this a lot as I plan live events, which is something I absolutely love, love, love doing. But it also requires a lot of surrendering and a lot of me getting out of my own way, out of my own head and really trusting what comes to me. And so I'm talking about this for not just you to get it, but I also apply these things to my own life and want to support you in doing the same. And when we get to this point where we're surrendering, we are again allowing, and it really helps us to accept and have greater joy and greater faith. And I think for many of us, that's what we desire. That's what we want. The other side of the coin is that this surrendering process can be a roller coaster ride. I can attest to that with both hands raised. It can be a roller coaster ride, but also it is so worth the freedom. And I often would say I don't I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't have done anything different with surrendering and letting go of what I think I need to know or how things need to unfold and being able to step out of my own limitations and open myself up and you as well, opening yourself up for endless possibilities. One of my favorite quotes that I absolutely love. And it says, when you think you've exhausted all possibilities, you haven't. When you think you've exhausted all possibilities, you haven't. And what I love about that is that there was times in my life where I am resistant, that I'm fighting, that I'm not willing to totally surrender. I run out of possibilities. I run out of options. I run out of ideas. I run out of thoughts. I'm spinning my wheels. But when I sit and settle and remind myself, just as you can do the same, that when you think you've exhausted all possibilities, you haven't, I believe it puts me in a place of surrender. And I say, God, you know what? All that I thought, all that I had, all that I think, I let that go. And I'm open. I'm open to receiving. I'm open to these endless possibilities that you have. And every time I surrender to that, something new comes to me, another way, another idea, another person, something different. And that's what our challenges are. And that's what my challenge and my hope is for you as well. So why is spiritual surrendering so difficult? Because it sounds like, okay, this sounds easy. I can do this. I can handle this, right? Well, why is it difficult? Why is it that maybe we struggle? 
And I want to talk about a few of those things as we are talking about this process. One is our past experiences. And maybe in your life, letting go, um, surrendering, letting things unfold, put you in a place that wasn't good. Maybe the outcome of things were um, negative, harmful, fearful. And so in your mind, you said, I won't do that again. Maybe that puts you in a place of vulnerability and you said, I don't want to experience that again. And so we tell ourselves, we believe that we have to be in control of things because then we know how things will turn out. Then, or at least we think we know how things will turn out or how people will respond or what we will get or not get. And so those past experiences kind of build up these stories in our heads that we have to be mindful of. Because what happens, which is another way or another reason that this is difficult, is that our minds love to control everything. Our mind, our ego, it loves to control everything. And we're not even aware that this is a control thing, but it does. And it causes us to act in certain ways, to respond in certain ways, to do things, because it wants to control. Another important element about surrendering is that it is difficult for many of us, especially as women, because it involves a level of receiving. And sometimes for women, that is difficult for us to receive. I use it on a practical level first, because as a woman, sometimes it's difficult for us to receive compliments. You know, someone tells you your hair looks nice. First thing you say, oh, girl, it's dirty. Someone says, oh, your shoes are so nice. Oh, I've had these for 10 years. Someone says, you know, you're doing a great job and you're thinking, well, I, you know, just started doing this. I could be doing it better. You know, we always find ourselves in a place where we're having trouble receiving just the compliment, just taking the compliment as simple as it is and just saying thank you. I know for myself, as I had children and people would say, oh, your children are so well-mannered or they're so cute. And I would find myself saying, oh, they keep me busy. Oh, but they're this. Oh, they're driving me up a wall. There was some type of way that I would find myself minimizing the compliment versus taking it in, receiving it and just saying thank you. Well, then I grew from that point and I said, okay, I'm just going to say thank you. And then I noticed that I would have this guilt, this feeling of guilt about receiving the compliment and that the truth that might be that my kids are those things, but I would feel really guilty about it. And so as women, we have to be mindful because this challenge could potentially get in the way of us surrendering because there is a level of receiving when it comes to surrender. And so instead of you being reluctant and resistant as a receiver, my hope is that you'll become a gracious receiver. You'll become a gracious receiver. I talked about compliments earlier, but we can even think about it from the perspective of God, that he has things for us that he wants to give us. And our responses as receivers might have something to do with it. Because many of us truthfully are good wanters, but not good receivers. And it really will take us practicing how to receive. And in that, 
it puts us in a position to get more from God and what he wants to offer us. Because if we thought about it from a human perspective as a practical thought, think about a time when you did something for someone and their response was, uh, okay, mm, thanks. Versus if they were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you did this. This was the best, right? That is a different level of receiving. And when we get into that level of receiving, as we're surrendering, it creates a flow and it becomes something that aligns with us and that we attract. And so for some of us, many of us, if not all of us, we have to be mindful of surrendering a few things. And I want to talk to you about a few things that you could be looking at in your own life or if others are coming up as we're talking about where you might need to surrender. For some of us, we may need to surrender the timing. We have these thoughts, we have these dreams, we have these ideas, these visions, these desires. And a lot of the times, we have an outcome of timing when we think it should happen. And as women, I know I'm guilty. I remembered in my 20s where I had this invisible timeline. I had this invisible timeline and I said, by the time I get here at this age, I will have done this. And by the time I get to this age, I will have done this. And by this time, this will be done and over with. Well, there was a lot of things that I didn't consider. And there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have known. And there were a lot of things that needed to happen outside of me for things to unfold the way that they did. And so the thought for you, as we're talking about surrender, is about you looking at your own life and saying, where do I need to surrender the timing? The timing of when I think this should happen. Because that is an important place for us all. And I, again, have to be mindful of that. I have to be mindful of that. And mindful of the timing also looks at me not comparing myself to others. And so when I started out with the speaking and coaching business, I had to be mindful that I did not compare myself to those that had been in the game for 10 years, for 20 years, for even five years at that time. Because in that, I wouldn't have been able to surrender the timing, the timing of when it would happen. And that is what I'm asking you to really ask yourself, where do I need to surrender timing? Because if we're not mindful of that surrender, we'll think that we're behind or we think that we wasted time or we will think we'll never have enough of it. And understanding and accepting and embracing that you are right where you're supposed to be right now. Now, the other place that I find that we could learn to surrender is our wheels, our wheels, our wheels of what we think we want, what we desire, what we feel is best for us. And this is a challenging one because I think many of us may believe that, you know, God will give us the desires of our hearts and our will may be for those things to happen. I remembered in a relationship I had some time ago, I had to really say and pray, God, I surrender my will. I even said, God, supersede my will supersede my will because my will at the time was to be with the particular person that I thought was going to be the best for me. That was my will. But simply saying, God, supersede my will and allowing myself to surrender 
was what I experienced. Thy will be done. It's another way of saying that. Thy will be done. And so another area. So we've talked about surrendering the timing. We've talked about surrendering our wills. And another practical place that I think about when I think about surrender is to surrender the outcome that you want. The outcome. Because sometimes what we do is we say, this is the way it should happen. And this is what it should look like. And this is what I should feel. But sometimes the outcome may look different than what we want or may look different than what we thought. And will we be able to surrender that and let go and allow things to unfold as they may? Because one of the beautiful things that I love about God is that he has a plan for us that is good. And sometimes that plan includes things that we couldn't have thought, we couldn't have asked for, we couldn't have imagined. And when we surrender the outcome, we allow ourselves to receive all of that in this position of the power of spiritual surrender. And the outcome may look different than we expected and may even be better than we could have ever thought. And so those are areas that I think about surrender. I think about for you. And I ask you again to say, where in my life maybe do I need to surrender timing? And what does that look like for me? Where in my life do I need to surrender my will? And what does that look like for me? And where in my life do I need to surrender the outcome that I want? And what does that look like for me? We're talking about all of this because we're talking about the power of spiritual surrender. And I want you to know how important this is for you. And for some of you, you've been feeling this, but there's been some resistance. There's been some resistance to it. There's been some talk in your head. There's been some uncertainty about it. But what if you did let go? of the fears, the desires, the need to control. And you truly just turned it over to God, trusting that he's more than capable of handling it and he's already taking care of it and that he will give you what you need when you need it. That's a level of trust. And then you being able to sit back and wait. And sitting back and waiting for me doesn't always mean doing nothing because I think that sometimes is a myth. That doesn't mean doing nothing, but each and every day waking up and asking, God, what's the next best step for me today? What do I need to hear today? What do I need to receive today? That for me is a part of that waiting process of really doing those things. I'm going to talk about how to do more of that because I think that's truly about how to embrace the power. One of the ways is through meditation. Meditation is about turning away from your normal activities, settling yourself, getting quiet and still, reconnecting with your true self and God. And in those moments, asking the powerful questions, God, what's the next best step? What do I need to receive today? What do I need to hear today? And you can even add, what do I need to do today? And what I found in asking these powerful questions, it keeps you in the moment because a part of the problem, part of the challenge with the surrender process is not knowing 
the uncertainty, but allowing yourself to know what you need to know when you need to know it makes it easier to embrace the process. And so awareness, as we're listening to this podcast, many of you are coming into a different state of awareness. You're seeing things that you hadn't seen before. You're conscious of things. You're hearing your inner self, your inner voice, God within, even as we're talking. The next thing that I think is so important is remembering that this need to control that we all have is not ours. Our minds like to control and control is truly an illusion. You never had it. And when we keep that in perspective, it helps us to surrender. Another thing that I mentioned about being a receiver and how you can embrace this power is really about allowing yourself permission to receive. And you can do that on a very practical level as you're practicing that might look like, look like allowing yourself this week to receive compliments without minimizing them or devaluing them. And you simply say what? Thank you. Another way that you can practice receiving as a woman is allowing people to support you. Whether that's a person holding the door for you when your hands are full, someone offering to carry something for you, whether that looks like you asking someone that you trust to help you with something. Those are all very practical ways about how this could look for you. Another thought is to be patient with yourself. As you're embracing this process of spiritual surrender, I want you to be patient with yourself and be patient with the process. Be aware at times the next step. Be aware at times of how your mind will step in. The mind, the ego, it's called so many different things, can show up and it's very clever. The inner critic is another way I describe it. But it's very clever and it's very subtle at times. that We're not even aware of what's happening. As I was practicing surrender and I was trying to get some things together for my last event and I wasn't sure how things were going to unfold. There were times when my mind said, you know what, this, this is foolishness. Like you need to get moving. You don't know how this is going to turn out and what's going to, what's going to take place. You need to do something. I remember those moments. And as I'm more conscious of them, I understand what's happening. Another step, very practical, is to pray. Two prayers that I'll share with you that can be very helpful is the first one is very simple. You pray and say, God, what's next? I'm available. Use me. God, what's next? I am available. Use me. Another prayer that you can say is change me into someone who can surrender instead of someone who always has to be in control. Change me to someone who can surrender instead of someone who always has to be in control. And then once you're doing these steps, one of the things that is so important is that you listen. You listen. You ever been on a phone conversation with someone and they did all the talking? You didn't say much. You didn't get much in. You had thoughts. You had insight. You had opinions. You wanted to laugh. But you had trouble doing that. And so a power of the power of listening is so helpful in the process of surrendering. 
and just listen. And for some of you, listening also looks like writing. So listen, hear, write that you don't forget what you heard. And then the last powerful, powerful thing that you can do to surrender is have gratitude and stay in a place of gratitude and be thankful for the process. Be thankful for the lessons that you're learning. Be thankful for how things will unfold more better than you ever could have thought or imagined. That process of gratitude puts you in a position to embrace the power of spiritual surrender. And so I know, again, for many of you that are listening to this podcast, it was divine for you to be here because I know God is wanting you to get in a place and a posture of spiritual surrender because there are things that he has for you that he wants to get to you and that he wants you to be open to receiving them. I've enjoyed this podcast. Leave comments about this particular one and what it's spoken to you and how it's been helpful to you. And then make sure you visit the website. Go to the Whole Woman Experience, which is my community for personal and spiritual development at www.awakentopower.com. I share more information about what what I do, how I can support you, upcoming events and things that you can get involved with and how you can stay connected to me and the community. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at wwwawaken 2 the number two power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.